Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 81 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary. And I'm not going to lie, I um, have a little bit of a vacation hangover. It's hard when you first get back from vacation. Uh, I'd like to still be on vacation. Do you think I can go back? You know, I have the opposite. (laughs) I'd like like school to fully start, please. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've been hearing that a lot. My kids desperately need the routine of school. Yeah, mine too. For mine. for those listening who are like, well, our kids started school a month ago. Yeah, right. Mary and I live in the part of the country <laughs> where we don't start until, uh, you know, like a million days past Labor Day and everybody is desperate and looks like they got hit in the face because <laughs> everyone, the, you just the kids just need the routine of being back in school. Right. Because you're confused. You're back from your vacation. You're like, what, what do I do now? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I got back on Saturday. They don't start till Thursday. Like what what is yeah. that? Yeah, it's uh, and no there's no camp, there's no yes, it's it's true. It's ridiculous. We had, thankfully but you had we a great have, time though, right? It's such a good trip. It was so I go to um a very remote resort in Vermont, so there's like no Wi-Fi, no cell phone service. I did have to do an interview. I was interviewed by the Podcast Business Journal, which I'm not going to lie, I'm, I was pretty excited about. Yes. And that poor man, I like disconnected on him three. He was so <laughs> patient. I was standing at the pool. Like I felt like that person who's like holding their phone really, really high, just praying that the signal hits. Um, we made it through though. Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, that's, it was- it's a little bit of work on vacation, but that's a good reason. That one was worth it. No, yeah. unfortunately, I don't. I don't think I've taken a vacation where I haven't done a little bit of work. And since I've been a lawyer, <laughs> so <laughs> in fifteen years, <laughs> yay! Um, <laughs> vacation means something a little bit different. But what happened while I was miss? I was gone. Like you, you've been back from tr- your vacation for a while. What have you been up I've, to? I've been back. So the I was surviving after camp finished because we had a a time too where there was no camp and no school. But I also had my branded photo shoot for Brief Transitions. Oh my gosh, I saw the pictures. Yes. I did so many behind the scenes. Wasn't it I great? It. I, I was, was like impressed. I was like on it. I was like, okay, I'm doing Instagram. I'm doing the stories. Like this is happening. Yeah. And then probably I disappeared after that. But it was really great when I did it. You're a social media maven. I'm just going to, I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. For like one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with me. I go in short bursts. I'm great on my personal. You're great on your personal. <laughs> my my personal has nothing. Like oh, yeah. two posts I def- ever. My kids are really good subjects. I mean, it just lends itself. <laughs> I, yeah, they really are. Their topics are quite fascinating. I wish I could post them on the hashtag legal Instagram account, but no one's interested. <laughs> they might be, you never know, but yes, that's it's, true. 
I feel like this is so timely because our interview is about branded photography. How cool is that? Yes. I want to, I mean, we're going to get into it and I'm going to talk. Our guest is Malika Malhotra, who's an amazing branding photographer. Um, And she actually took a lot of the pictures you see on the hashtag legal Instagram account. Um, And I'm going to get into her background in a bit, but I want to hear about the process because it's a little bit different branded photography for a person who's offering services, which is a lot of what Malika and I talked about, whereas yours is a product. Yeah. So I actually, I did a lot of research ahead of time and purposely looked for a photographer that, that was comfortable and experienced doing product shots and also lifestyle shots. So since it's brief transitions is, you know, postpartum mesh underwear. So I was doing packaging and like flat lays of the product, but then also lifestyle shots with models and people actually wearing the product. So I had to look for someone that could do both. It's a different world because in some ways the models don't matter in that way. You're really focused on the product. Whereas when you're doing branded photography for someone who's like a face of a brand, all that matters is the person. So I feel like it does require a photographer who has experience, which isn't to say I'm sure there's photographers out there that do both. Um, but I feel like if you were going to, if you do have a product, it's important to make sure that you get that expertise. Yeah. It's a different, it's, it's just a different type of, <laughs> I was going to say lens that they're looking through. Oh, that was a good <laughs> pun. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I crack myself up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so I mean, they have actually the thing that the models commented on um, that was interesting to me was that the photographer was really good about directing them and oh. being able to like explain how they should pose so that we could see the product the best way. So that was a big thing. That's that's amazing. I think that any photographer, like Malik and I talk a little bit about this and we'll get more into it, but it is so critical that you move your body in a way that looks good on camera. That is so, no human stands in the way that people look good in images. Yeah, And I didn't know that until I started having to take professional photographs for my business. And like my chin goes one way and my (laughs) arm is another way. And it is even like, I'm like, you know, putting, you know, with the arm on the waist that you see every single woman do in every single picture of her life. Um, It's not that it's like, you feel like a contortionist at times. Yeah. And then it looks amazing. And like your legs are cramping, but it looks good. (laughs) (laughs) As long as the picture looks good. Right. I only, so we did it across two days. So I worked with um, Alexis Damon, who's fantastic. And we did it across two days. One day was fully with models. And then the next day was part with models and part the product photography. And just in those two days, I mean, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's, it's really, it gave it's me a new physical. appreciation for like, you know, I don't know, models. Oh, yeah. That's you know, a hard the whole thing. Yeah. Like posing and like listening and like, you know, tweaking like just here and there, like one little thing for, an, for another shot, you know. So, yeah. But it was were, really cool. Were your models postpartum or pregnant or none of the above, just regular humans? They were all human. but I I did have um I had one woman that was pregnant and then the rest most of them were moms um 
they weren't necessarily like postpartum like two weeks after because mm, really that would who, be crazy who really wants to do that <laughs> yeah that would be crazy but actually one of one of the girls that modeled she used brief transitions her son <gasps> we got her son in some pictures too it's super it's gonna be oh, super cute yeah oh my but she, I can't wait to see. she used um brief transitions just like three four months ago That's um amazing and so yeah i contacted her she, i mean she's right in jersey city which Love is it. also amazing you know and i contacted her and asked her if she wanted to do it and she said yes so so yeah so i had a a mix of people um and then also had the products too but i i did i know you and malika talked about this too preparing ahead of time i did mm-hmm. do a lot of preparing ahead of time for sure yeah, you have to. I feel like we need to introduce Malika. We've talked so yeah. much about her. Yeah. Um, let me tell you guys a little bit more about her um, and then we'll move on to the interview. Malika Malhotra of Mickey Photo and Company is a brand photographer, branding mentor, and author of the Brand Photography Playbook. After years of working in corporate advertising, she now helps women entrepreneurs master their story, show up as the face of their brand, and create a business that makes customers totally swoon. It's her mission to empower women to stop hiding and to start emerging as leaders. She's a strong believer in getting out of your comfort zone, taking action, and implementing ideas. Her friends and clients call her the brand energizer. When she's not taking pictures or building brands, she's at home with her three sons and husband, drinking coffee or red wine, and dreaming about their next global adventure. And now, on to the episode. I am so excited today because I am here with Malika Malhotra of Mickey Photo and Company. And Malika's pretty special to me because I've actually worked with Malika. She is responsible for all of the amazing branded photography that we use in hashtag legal on the website, on our social channels. And so I wanted to bring her on today to talk all about branded photography. So welcome to the show, Malika. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here to talk to you about brand photography and visual storytelling. Ah, I love it. I'm very excited. This is so outside of my wheelhouse that um, you guided me through what I was shocked to find out was a long process. And I want to talk about that process and getting the best possible photos for your brand. But first, can you tell everybody listening a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Malika. I am the owner of Miki Photo & Co., And I'm a brand mentor and a brand photographer. I'm also an author, and I specialize in brand photography for women entrepreneurs, really helping them bring those brands to life with visuals so that they have a very consistent and cohesive visual presence across all of their marketing. And it's really about growing their brands and their businesses, attracting new clients, and using these images, the photos, to help them grow their businesses. So that's a lot to unpack. I want to talk about each of those things. Um, The thing that I'm interested in is you mentioned not only photographer, but brand mentor. What does that entail? Well, I think it goes hand in hand. I think there's a misconception when it comes to business photography that, you know, people might think it's like a glamour shoot or a vanity shoot where I really try to come from the perspective that it is strategic and intentional and that in order for you to have the best brand photos, you have to be super clear on your brand story first. 
So that's why I have sort of um, have both roles as a mentor to figure out your branding and your positioning, as well as the photographer, more creative director role, which is, you know, capturing those stories so that you have a bank of images for all of your marketing later. When we decided we were going to work together. We were we were introduced by uh, a f- mutual friend, Amanda Berlin, who's been on the show already. Um, and she introduced us and, and you came so highly recommended. And I really thought that I was going to hire you. And then you were going to say, we're going to have a, f- um, a, f- a photo shoot on this date. But that did not happen. <laughs> and you gave me a lot of homework, which was amazing. Can you talk a little bit about that process that goes into the beginning stages or the planning stages that lead up to the actual photo shoot. You could hire a photographer that's more of like a show up and shoot type of photographer, where like you said, you you set a date, you show up, and then you start shooting. I come from the perspective that there's a lot of work that needs to be done beforehand so that you are prepared and it's planned and that it is intentional that the images that we're trying to capture are meant to grow your business. And so I have a lengthy brand questionnaire, as you know, where I ask you questions about your business. You know, why did you get started? Why do you do this work in the first place? What are some of the things that you have planned over the year? Are there launches? Do you have a newsletter? What's your marketing look like? Because in order for me to be able to visualize your brand and create these photo stories, I really have to dig deep into the business in itself, who your ideal client is, because everything that we create visually is meant to help grow the business. And so you can't really do that when you're just showing up and shooting. You need to have a lot of that strategic work and those conversations beforehand. So the photographer becomes more of a partner to understand exactly what your business, you know, the many, many layers of your business. And then this in turn creates images that have depth and soul and like real, um, you know, dimension outside of being just pretty brand photos. You know, they're meant to build awareness or drive people to uh, a call to action or to, you know, give a little bit of a sense of the personality behind the brand. There are all different ways that we can use these visuals. And it's so important to do that work beforehand through those conversations and that questionnaire and the planning so that you have the best results. It was kind of like how you made me look like Wonder Woman in one of the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, you are the Wonder Woman of the legal, you know, field. So we had to demonstrate that in a visual. I loved it. You you nailed it 100%. So do you find that when you sit down with uh, a new client, for example, do people typically... Are they able to answer those questions easily? Or do you find that a lot of work goes into really uncovering all of like the deep work that you need to do about messaging an ideal client ahead of time? Or are people easily able to answer that? I found it, I thought I was able to answer it mostly, but some of it I found a little challenging. Well, I guess it depends on where you are in your journey, right? So sometimes I attract some people that are newer entrepreneurs, and then I attract some more seasoned entrepreneurs that might want just sort of a revamp in their imagery. But I think people are surprised. It's a little bit unexpected how deep we go in their business. They are sort of grateful for the opportunity to kind of have a partner in talking about some of these big business ideas because 
we never carve the time to do it, right? We never think about, you know, the mission, the vision, the values, our passions. Like these are all things that are swirling in our head. But once we put pen to paper and we actually verbalize it, I think a lot of clarity comes around our story and our message. And with that clarity comes the confidence. And that's what's so important about the process, because as you know, when the camera's on you, we need as much confidence as we can have. And when you feel really good about your message and what you stand for and who you're serving, those are kind of like pieces of the formula to then have the best, again, optimal results of the visuals that really bring that brand to life. So what are some of the areas that people should think about when they're starting to think about creating the strategy before doing any, any, I mean, frankly, it could be any kind of marketing message, but specifically, if you're thinking about doing a branded photo shoot, what are some areas that listeners should focus on? Yeah, I think it comes to learning about the essence of your brand, like the real foundation, you know, why do you do this work in the first place? Who are you meant to serve? Like, if you don't have an idea of your ideal client, then how are you going to create images to speak to them, right? So, you have to have some of those foundational things. You know, what do you stand for? There are certain principles in your business and passions in your business that, you know, get you fired up. And is there a way for us to demonstrate that in images? Another big piece is how are you different? You know, like how can you share with your audience what that point of differentiation is? Why are you special and why should they choose you over somebody else? And sometimes that that's revealed through personality. Sometimes that's revealed through maybe your signature process or even just your products and your offerings. But if you don't do the work to sort of outline that, then it'll be much harder to express that later in a visual. Um, so I think those two pieces of, you know, knowing your essence, knowing your positioning will really help you create that identity that then becomes easier to express with visuals. It's so true. Those are things that are typically swirling in your head, but not many people write them down. <laughs> um, it's true. It's true. It's because we don't have the time. It's like, and sometimes we're just flying by the seat of our pants. And that's where it's important to have that partner that slows you down and asks you those questions that make you pause and make you really think. Because often it's just connecting the dots of things that you already know, you know, you're passions or your skill set or your process. And for an outsider to connect those dots and say, you know, we could take a picture of you doing this, which is very different from the rest of your market, which might be able to position you as an expert. And then it sort of gets the ball rolling, right? For newer, new ideas and other things that you can capture. I love that. So the next piece I think people get extremely nervous about is what do I wear? <laughs> and yeah. I know, I know that will it's it's there's a lot of anxiety. I remember we had a conversation where you were like, you can send me pictures of the outfits you're thinking about. I thankfully um, have enough pictures and on video enough that I have an idea of what looks good on me and what photographs well. But I think that's a that's a, an area that really baffles a lot of people. So what are some tips that you have on how to choose what you're going to wear uh, to a photo shoot or if you're going to be on video and those might be two different things. Um, so correct me. Uh, but I'd love to hear more about outfit choice, because I also love to talk about fashion. So <laughs> 
Yes. So yes, styling is sometimes a hurdle for many of my clients. And I always tell them that they should try to think about it as dressing yourself so that it's aspirational, but authentic. So of course, you want to look like yourself, you know, you don't want to be someone that you're not because that's just, it's not honest. It's not, and it's not sustainable either. Cause then you're just going to be almost like a fake version of yourself. Um, but you do want it to feel polished and professional. So, you know, even though you might not wear like, let's say a wrap dress every day, you might want to include something like that in your brand photo shoot, because it just will, you know, show you in a very professional light where then people look to you as an expert or an authority. And and that's what you want to communicate to your audience. You know, it's really kind of looking at your wardrobe and taking it up a notch and making sure that you're prepared and trying things on before the shoot. I've had plenty of clients that show up with the tags still on the dresses and they've never tried anything on. And that can sometimes be a nightmare, to be honest, because then if it doesn't fit, then your whole mood could be altered. It's like looking at what you normally wear on an everyday basis, but taking it up a notch including some pieces that might be a little bit out of your comfort zone, but is the person that you might want to be maybe in five years so that you have that, you know, persona and that image in your brand photo bank to be that future self of yours, but making sure that it's true to yourself and, you know, making sure the colors and the styles that you pick are in alignment to what your branding is and also to who you are meant to serve your audience. So you don't want to wear something that's going to be, um, like a turnoff to your audience either. So that they're an important piece to the puzzle as well. I have, um, you know, a team of people that I work with hair and makeup and also a stylist could be is on my team if you if you want that, because then she can really help you since it's her wheelhouse and her expertise to help you put outfits together so that you do feel confident on shoot day, which is very, very important. Are there any particular colors or patterns you think people should steer clear from? So minimal pattern. Um, I do like patterns, but it has to not sort of overtake you because you are the focus, right? And in terms of colors, I tend to, you know, steer away from white because white can get people to look washed out and it just doesn't offer that contrast. I love jewel tones because I feel like those are just rich colors, vibrant colors that can, you know, add personality and even story to the story. Um, and accessories are great as well, you know, and you know this well, like rings or bracelets, necklace can really up level your outfit, which may have been a little bit plain that all of a sudden it feels a little bit more fashion forward. It feels interesting. So, you know, accessories is also an area that you shouldn't ignore. Oh, I am all about the accessory. (laughs) Many of my outfits revolve solely around the accessories. So I agree with that. How many outfits should you plan? When I shoot my clients, it's sort of a half day shoot. And I say there should be at least six outfits, depending if you are a quick changer, if you, you know, feel really good about the outfits and you can kind of get into them without worry and not feel like you need a hundred people to give you feedback, then you could do more, you know, um, you could do 10 outfits. I've had clients that are like, very low maintenance, low, low maintenance, quick changers, and they have like 10 to 12 outfits and we just bang it out. And it could be as simple as like adding a blazer to a, to one outfit or changing the bottom um, to be a skirt with the same top so that, you know, you want options because, 
you know, people sometimes think when they do a brand photo shoot that they should be doing it like twice or three times a year. And I have a different perspective that I want to have one brand photo shoot with you that you can use for two to three years. And so that's why having multiple outfits and having sort of this range of looks is really important so that, you know, you have enough images that can go through all your marketing channels over time and then really build that identifiable, recognizable brand, which happens when you are sharing these same images over and over, over time. Well, that's a really interesting perspective. I, I do often hear of people having photo shoots multiple times a year, but I feel like that's a great point that keeping consistency could be challenging. Yeah, I think, you know, hopefully if you did the work with your brand strategy and your story, then you are not going to sort of keep changing that. I think when people don't do the strategic work, they end up you know, maybe copying what somebody else is doing or chasing shiny objects, or it's like they have schizophrenia, you know, they're going from one story to the next. And then that means you need new images to express those different things. But if you really are clear on your message, your positioning, your expertise, your offer, your client, then you don't need to keep taking more and more photos. You should have this one-time shoot, which gives you a bank of 100 plus photos that you can use for everything over time. That's my perspective. No, it's true. The strategy was everything. And I'm a person who hates to sit down and do strategy. I've talked about this many times on the podcast in the past. I push back on goals and 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 writing down ideal customer because I sort of feel like I know what it is and I can just do it. But when you're forced to sit down and write it, and I'm grateful that you pushed me on that, uh, it made a huge difference in the look and feel of my images. Uh, because we were really able to drill down to some of the things I, I, some of the ideas and some of my values in particular. And I, I loved the part where you're really honoring your values. Cause I think having to think about that, talk about that and making sure that those values are in your images, that makes all the difference and that makes them much more timeless. And I think it's also very inspiring for people to learn about those things. Um, your audience to not only see you, but then to hear the story that's paired with it. And it just makes them resonate with you more and build that connection. And that's what we want to do with these images is in this very noisy world where there are so many people honestly doing the same thing that we are because the markets are saturated. How can we stand out? How can we build those relationships and connections? And sometimes it is a photo with a story that's like that first step for them to get to know you better. I got so much feedback from that girl boss photo that you took <laughs> that awesome. pe people love that. And it's true because it's something that I absolutely stand for. I'm always talking about women in business, empowering women, how important it is to be to me that I am a woman who owns a business that is staffed completely by women. Uh, so that that is a huge value of mine. And it came across and I loved that. What advice I want to shift gears to the day of, you know, we've talked a little bit about wardrobe, but I, you know, a lot of people say I hate to be in front of the camera. It just, I don't want to do it. It makes me miserable. I'm so nervous about it. And then this otherwise, like engaged and sparkling person like goes 
stone <laughs> when the camera comes up. How do you, what advice do you give to people who are dealing with nerves or a dislike of being in front of the camera? Well, it's a very normal thing is what I tell them first. We're all human. You know, it's expected to feel nervous, even if you are the most outgoing personality. But I think to help get over that hump, there's a few things that you can do. First is the planning, which is, you know, working with your photographer to really outline what you're trying to achieve at the end of the shoot. What are the stories that you're trying to tell? And so when you have that shot list and you have, you know, all of those um, vignettes and stories outlined, then you're going to feel a little bit more secure of what to expect. So that's one part. The next thing is just the preparation, trying on your outfits, talking to hair and makeup beforehand, you know, putting a mood board together so that everybody is clear on what the feeling, the look and feel of what you want for your brand. Um, so doing all of that so that everybody's on the same page will also be helpful. And then practicing a little bit, you know, practicing and looking in the mirror, wearing the clothes, moving your body, um, you know, moving, you know, your face and your smile and turning your chin. Your photographer will hopefully direct you, but you also, I think it's good to just practice on your own in, in the mirror so that you get sort of used to what you look like and the different angles and just you feel more comfortable the more that you practice, even though it does feel silly. And then the last thing I have to say is to remember sort of like the bigger mission. Um, yes, we all get nervous and we get, you know, self-conscious about our age or our size or our weight. But, you know, the whole purpose of these images is for you to build those relationships with your audience, for you to share, like you said, the values and the mission behind your business. And that is bigger at the end of the day than the photos. And so if you can just focus on why you're doing this business in the first place and the people that you're meant to serve, to give transformation to, to make impact, that sometimes helps sort of lighten that anxiety a little bit because that should feel exciting to you that you're taking the steps to show up and be the face of your brand so that you can reach your people and help them achieve bigger things and make these big transformations. That is awesome advice. I love that because it's less focusing on about how you look and more focusing on the, the reason why you're doing it. And I like that a lot. Plus, whenever you pose, you're what looks good on the camera is it feels like you're in the most awkward position ever. I've learned this. Like I, I, what I think is going to look good looks terrible, but what looks great is like my arm is in a really weird position. Like I would never stand that way normally. So practice helps. Yes, definitely practice helps. It is so true. They, this, you've given us such incredible advice. You are just a wealth of knowledge on a topic that I think is kind of scary to some people, intimidating um, to, to go through that process because it requires not only standing in front of a camera and having many hundreds of pictures taken of yourself, but also to really dig deep and think about your values and who your customer is and all those hard hard topics to think about as business owner. So for our audience members who'd love to learn a little bit more about you, can you let them know where they can find you? Yes. So Instagram is sort of my place. So I would love 
to invite you to check me out. And my handle is at Miki Photo and Co. I also have a free Facebook group, um, which I'm happy to share the link, which is all about visual storytelling and branding. And it's just another way to keep the conversation going because branding is never something that just you know, ends. It's always um, organic and evolving and morphing. And it's great to be part of a community where other people are really trying to build their brands and become the leading brands. So I would love to invite your listeners to join me there as well. We will drop all those links in the show notes for everybody. um, And we will provide all the information that you've talked about uh, with those links so people can find you. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. We really appreciated it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. That was awesome. I love Malika and she gave so many great tips on how to be prepared and what to look out for while you're not only thinking about the pictures, but your brand and what you want to convey. I think that's so important. Yeah, she gave, I mean, I worked with Malika and so I experienced a lot of the advice that she gave firsthand, which is why I wanted her on the podcast. The amount of planning that we did in advance, we talked a little bit about that in the intro, was, there was a lot. I actually pushed back a little bit and she put me in my place, which is important. (laughs) As she should. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. She's like, I'm I'm the expert here. And I was like, oh, you're making me do so much work. (laughs) But it was worth it. The photos came out amazing. Your pictures, they're great. And And I really feel like she captured, yeah, not just you, but your brand, you know, everything together all rolled into one. Yeah, go Malika. Yeah. So we'd love to hear um, about your brand photography experiences. Have you done it? Are you scared of it? You shouldn't be. Um, does it? Are you excited by it? Are you waiting to be able to save up for it because it can be very expensive? Yes. Um, and let's chat about it in the HQ. If you're not a member, it's the Fearless Business Podcast HQ in in our Facebook groups, and we'll drop all the links to Malika's information in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.